My name is Betty Abba, founder of the Center for Children's Health Education, Orientation and Protection, also known as Sea Hope Nigeria. And I am your anchor today on the show, The Rights of Domestic Workers in Nigeria. And this show comes to you courtesy of our general sponsor, the Rosa Luxemburg Foundation West Africa. We are so excited to bring your way another important and compelling episode on the show today. On today's show, we will look at the use of children as domestic workers in Nigeria. I am sure you've seen children as young as six, seven, or eight working as house helps or domestic staff around you, or being who or those who have been brought to the city to work for one madam or the other when they should be in school. And that's in addition to being exposed to one danger, abuse, or the other in the process of working as house helps. There are so many horrifying stories about the gross abuse of domestic workers in Nigeria. For instance, in July 2020, one Dickness Yemi Awolola, a staff of Nigerian National Petroleum Corporation, NNPC, was arrested and charged to court in Kaduna State for allegedly brutalizing a 14-year-old girl in her custody and she was remanded at the Cardinal State Correctional Service. She was said to have taken this girl from an internally displaced camp in, in the state. She was said to have used hot knife on her buttocks and private parts, um, working with her young sons in the house. The little girl was also asked to sleep in the restroom of their house. In same July 2020, a woman known as Ifeoma Ozogu was arrested by the police in Enugu State for allegedly ramming a six-inch nail into the skull of her 10-year-old househead. She was also accused of inserting ground red pepper into the child's private parts, besides locking her up in one of the toilets in her residence. In August 2013, an 11-year-old girl Itabasi Eno died in Lagos after suffering 94% burn in her body following an attack on her by her employer, one Mrs. Nkese Iroakasi, a nurse who reportedly poured a lead stove over the child's body for allegedly stealing a piece of meat from her pot, after which her body, her clothes, everything caught fire. Too many gory stories abound, and most of them sadly go unreported. So how long should this inhuman trend against the most vulnerable of our society continue? Hmm, let's take a short break and when we return, we'll hear more on this important topic. Welcome back. A child, by definition, is anyone under the age of 18. And the International Labour Organization estimates that more than 250 million child workers are in the developing world. According to the ILO, 
also an estimated 15 million children are in child labor in Nigeria. At a staggering 43% of the total population of minors, it is the highest recorded rate of child labor in West Africa. Nigeria, on its part, has a Child Rights Act of 2003, which forbids physical, sexual, and psychological abuse or exploitation of children. Why then do we still have children in domestic work all across Nigeria, especially in the big cities? What can be done? At this point, we'll take a short break. And when we return, you will hear from our lineup of very interesting guests on the show today. Please stay with us. My name is Titi Lola Vaivadini. I serve as coordinator of the Lagos State Domestic and Sexual Violence Response Team. And you are on to the show. The Rights of Domestic Workers in Nigeria with Betty Abba. House helps are humans. Let's work together to enforce their rights. So much worries in the world. Welcome back. In this episode, we will be looking at the use of children and underage persons as domestic workers in Nigeria. Dr. Joe Okeo Dumakin is a leading women's rights campaigner in Nigeria. She is the president of Women Arise. Let's hear her thoughts on children in domestic labor. I think the government has to do a lot more. Despite the fact that about 26 states has passed the Child Rights Act, we still find out that some are yet to domesticate it. But more importantly, we must learn to always walk the talk. The dignity of the child matters. The child must have that self-respect. The child must be protected, must be preserved. But with a child, even as young as seven, being engaged in child labor, being used as uh, domestic uh, servants, some of them even suffer serious sexual abuse. So now it's time for government to act. And people around us, neighbors, must always learn to beam their satellite. It's true that we, we should not interfere in other people's business. But when we see that things go wrong, I remember vividly the case of a girl in Aripo. The mother of the girl said because she used dirty hands to feed the baby, she had to chain her legs apart throughout the night and the big rat was eating her underneath. And it's okay. So if neighbors at that time who saw this thing quickly drew the world attention to it. It took place for about four months before my attention was drawn to such. And by the time I got there, the girl was already in very, very bad shape. So, no matter what it is, we can always intervene. There are numbers we can call. And for those who are mothers, who are enslaving them, who are exploiting them, who use them continuously as child labor, they should realize that the same blood that flows in their own veins flows in the vein of that person they are exploiting. That was Dr. Joe Oke Odumakin, eminent women's rights activist. Ngozi Okoro is a long-time child rights advocate and immediate past state coordinator of the Child Protection Network, Lagos State. Let's hear her thoughts on this burning topic. The abuse of house helps in Nigeria is a terrible one. The stories we hear children that we have rescued from the streets. It is very, very appalling that you will go and take someone else's child and turn the child to slave. 
Madame is one side abusing the child with physical abuse and neglect and all that. Then the hand is one side sexually abusing the child, molesting the child. It's very, very bad. And it's against even human rights, not to talk of rights of the child. We also have trafficking and um, exploitation. Meanwhile, these children, most of them are trafficked. And then they are being exploited again. So it is against the rights of the child. And um, it is, we need to stop it. We need to minimize it. Parents should stop sending their children out. These people will go to the village and tell us sorts of lies. Ah, come to town. Oh, there, the school education there is free, and I'll take care of him or her as my own. That is what they say. And at the end of the day, that's not what they do. One case that the child said she came three years ago, and it's from that three years ago that the, the auntie's husband has been sleeping with with her, and the auntie is not aware and fear because he has been threatening her. But she had to report to her friends in school, and those ones now report to their principal. That was how you get to know about it. You can help your fellow uh, human being. Especially, like I always tell them in Ebola, when a, a senior is getting married, they look for a younger person to go with her. So that one will not be like her father, and will train them. But the, the reverse is the case here now. Children, and they will not fulfill their promise. Thank you, Mrs. Ngozi Okoro, former Lagos State Coordinator of the Child Protection Network. Mr. Peter Ojo is a Nigerian based in Austria. Can we hear his thoughts on these trends, especially as he compares the treatment of children in Nigeria and in Europe where he lives? Mr. Peter Ojo. In the country where I live, not like that exists. The children are being protected. The children are being treated like little gods. They have everything that they needed for their upbringing. The government supports are also there. So I live in Austria and um, I'm mostly Austria, Germany and Switzerland. So nothing like that occurred in this country I just mentioned. And it's a shame that Nigeria uh, still allow such things to happen, especially on the side of government. Thank you. Now let's hear words of advice from Dr. Joe Odumakin, Mrs. Ngozi Okoro, and Peter Ojo, the three of whom spoke earlier on in the show. Government must ensure that proper enlightenment is created. The institutions that are to protect these youngsters should do that promptly so that we can always name and shame the perpetrators. And then the religious bodies should always use their pulpits to preach against these ills. Finally, the family values. Their families, you see people because of extreme poverty, they give out their young ones and they continue to collect peanuts, meaning that their conscience is dead. So families must ensure that their values, their standards are maintained. They should remember that they are the leaders of today and they remain the lubricants for the survivor. NGOs have to do a lot more. Apart from talking, they have to move out. You know, they, they also have to assist in creating this awareness. And if need be, when we have some of these uh, children that have been violated, we have safe homes. 
that they can be kept for a while. So NGOs must step up. They must do a lot more in ensuring that our youngsters do not continue to suffer. Some of them suffer to the extent of death, to the extent of being very, very sick. I mean, that they find it difficult to recover. So NGOs must step up, must do a lot more. For us to be able to trend, one is if um, those people in the villages will stop sending their children, or even if they send their children, let them monitor, always call their children. Again, again all those agents be dealing with those agents. Most times, when these children uh, are rescued, we're able to track the agents and then we'll hand over to NAPTI. So it will be a good thing if we always these children receive justice. Let there be empowerment in the village so that they will be able to take care of their children. The one child that was rescued, you know, because the woman was using to hit her stomach, hit her her body. She said she wants to go back, even if it is following her mother to the farm. She at least at, nobody will be hitting her the way they hit her, in as much as she loves education and she wants to go back home. You know, so parents, please, take care of your children. Manage with whatever you have. You know, and then the child rights law, we should try and implement them in the states. In Lagos, let us teach some people lessons. My advice is Nigeria is known for good leadership in Africa, in West Africa, and we have a lot of Nigerians all over the world. The people that are in the government, they travel are abroad, they see what happens there, what is tolerable there. And it's a pity that we don't, uh, what we see, we don't practice it here. I just want Nigerians' government to go out. When they come in, they should please impact what they've seen outside. Like I've mentioned, Austria, Germany, Switzerland, these three countries where I'm based. It's never happened, and I always feel of Nigerian government there at UN in Austria and Vienna. So they should please just see what is happening there and try to bring it back to Nigeria for the safe of our children. I believe that uh, it is the children are little girls, and they should, they, though it seems they don't have voice, and that's why they are being maltreated this way. Uh, and I believe that Nigeria are very, very religious people. We go to church, we go to mosque, and all sort of things. And uh, we should please try to treat the children as the Bible says, as Quran says, so that they can be responsible to the society later in their in their lives. Wow, what a show we had today! I hope you gained some insight from our various speakers. And you will be more determined to protect the rights of domestic workers, including underage persons. Because domestic workers are also human beings. And also, very importantly, because as adults, we should see it as our responsibility to protect the rights, the safety, and the future of vulnerable children and young persons around us. For help counseling or to report cases, of child labor or child abuse kindly reach out to the following agencies the national agency for the prohibition of human trafficking also known as naptips has an email you can reach out to info at naptip.gov.ng and a toll free line 080 
0225627847 again 08002257847 that's napsi and if you are in lagos you can reach out to the lagos state agency the domestic and sexual violence response team also known as the dsvrt on your email info at dsvrtlagos.org info at dsvrtlagos.org and your toll-free line is 080-00-33333 that is 080-00-3 in six places I hope you enjoyed today's show on the rights of domestic workers in Nigeria. I remain your presenter, Betty Abba, and the producer is Willie Workman Oga. Once more, we are grateful to our supporters, the Rosa Luxemburg Foundation West Africa, for bringing this show your way. Please stay tuned for yet more episodes of the show. Thanks once again and bye for now. Too much trouble,